Dylan, big country Carmen. Canadian, What's up, brother? <laughs> Canadian boxing heavyweight champion and now yep. big brother Canada top five finisher. Uh, it sounds so good. <laughs> Dylan, my first question for you. Do you think your boxing experience helped you with your big brother Canada game? Yeah, I think so. Uh, just, you know, the the, the mental, emotional, and physical toll that a boxing career takes on you, I think it translated well into the Big Brother house for sure. So, Dylan, you played a season of Big Brother Canada that was made up of both returning players and new players like yourself. When you first realized that you'd be playing with both returning players and new players, what went through your mind, Dylan? Uh, I was just super excited to see them walk through the door. That uh, I, because I'm a Big Brother fan, so to see all the people that I was fans of, like a fan of, uh, prior to the show walking in the house, it was just I was so excited to see them walk in. So, Dylan, going into the Big Brother Canada house, did you have a game plan mapped out before you went into the Big Brother Canada house? Actually, before I went in, I was I was really gonna try to, you know, I knew I was gonna have a target on my back, just being as big as I am and the and the champ. I knew I was going to have a target, so I was really trying to kind of stay as low as possible, like lay as low as possible, kind of under the radar as best as I could, being six six. Uh, but that was kind of my plan. Just I didn't want to be I didn't want to be too much of a physical threat or look like too much of a physical threat or any of that. So it was it was more just trying to lay low and kind of adapt to each situation as best I could. So Dylan, let's talk about your experience in the Big Brother Canada house. What was the toughest part of being part of this experience? Uh, like I said, the, the physical, mental, and emotional toll that, that this game takes on you. People that haven't been in the house can't really relate. It, they, it, it's, it's hard to understand how hard it is to be in that house, you know? And uh, I feel like just the mental and emotional toll that it takes on you day after day, uh, I think that was the toughest part, just try, trying to adapt to those emotions. And what about your favorite memory from the Big Brother Canada house, Dylan? Uh, definitely my favorite my favorite memory and moment was when my mom came into the house with my dog. Uh, obviously, you could see it brought tears to my eyes, and it was just it's hard to explain the emotion that I was feeling at that time in words. Like it was just it was the most amazing moment of my life for sure. Well, Dylan, congrats on everything, and thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thank you so much. Arissa Cox. First of all, I want to say on a personal note, girl, I have to say this. Oh. As I am a multiracial person, and okay. I, I just want to say to you, thank you for being who you are and having the platform that you do on a national level. Because when I look at you, Arissa, my hair is crazy like yours. And I see <laughs> I see aspects of myself in you. So thank you so much as a person that's multiracial. Thank you so much for representing. Oh my God. And doing it so and doing it with class. Doing it with class and with doing it nailing it. Slaying it. Wow. Wow. I'm okay. I am so honored uh to you say that. And I am so thrilled like I am as thrilled as you are every day I wake up and I can't believe um that, you know, uh, uh, hard work and, and education and um, being good to the people you work with have landed me here in my career. Uh, it's been such a thrill to work on, on a show that has the profile that it does. And, and I feel that, too. I feel the need 
um, to be somebody on TV that people don't usually see. People don't usually see an Afro on TV or uh, somebody who, you know, tries to pull it off. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled and, uh, that you say that, and uh, I'm very, very touched. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Thank you. So you are, you guys are in the process of getting ready for the Big Brother Canada 5 uh, finale. Yes. And, and that's basically what's on your plate right now, Arissa. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back in time with you for a bit to little Arissa. Growing up, did you mm-hmm. always want to be in the arts? Were you a, a musical theater kind of kid, singer, dancer, actor, anything like that? Well, I was really lucky. I come from a really artistic family, um, both in terms of music uh, and visual arts and performing. Uh, my dad was in a band for a long time, and my mom is a big arts appreciator and amazing photographer as well. Uh, but I was really lucky growing up. Um, I grew up at uh, Jane and Finch, um, and I my mom put me in French immersion first because she was, she knew the value. My mom was a teacher, so she really she really stressed education above all else. Um, so I was in education, or I was in French immersion, and then um, I auditioned for Claude Watson School for the Arts, which is an elementary school here in oh. Toronto, in North York. Um, yeah, so both my older sister and I both attended Claude Watson School for the Arts, and I continued on through high school. Uh, so I did have that kind of training, the performing arts training, the visual arts training. Um, but but even though that was my big focus, I was a visual arts major. But, you know, doing all the, the, the dancing and the school shows and all that stuff on the side, um, I always felt like I was a better writer than anything else. So, you know, I kind of psyched myself out from being, you know, a, a creative writer or a novelist. So, it's, you know, you're told if, if you want to write and have a job when you leave university, then you have to go into journalism. So, um, but what, you know, I couldn't know even then, though, that my personality would lend itself to journalism so well. I'm a very curious person. I'm very interested in the shades of gray between black and white. Right. Um, I'm, I love people. I love talking to people. I love talking to strangers and hearing their perspectives and I have a lot of empathy. So it turned out that journalism was absolutely right for me. And it wasn't until I think third year at Carleton University that we started doing, um, you know, more specialized courses and I did TV and I was like, oh my gosh, like, it tied in everything I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tied in writing. It tied in tight deadlines and that rush of the deadlines that you get. It tied in um, my curiosity and the performing aspect of being comfortable on camera and being able to speak to people and try to get something that, you know, somebody might not give up to somebody else asking the questions. So right. that's sort of how I ended up um, in journalism mm-hmm. and in television and this has been like working on Big Brother Canada has been such a gift. It's there's so many amazingly talented professionals who work on this show and really care about the product that they produce. Sure. Um, and we also have something really special in the show that it is so diverse. We have people from so many different backgrounds and ages and races and religions. And I think that is really at the heart of what what Canada is, and I think that's what makes our version of Big Brother so special for the Big Brother fans around the world. So, I want to talk about U8 TV and the Lofters. Ooh, the Lofters. <laughs> was that Canada's very first reality TV show? That was. So that was um, way back in 2001, which, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I tell, you know, teenagers now they have no idea that we had anything like this way back when. Uh, but this right. was after... 
the very first survivor in the U.S., the very first big brother in the U.S., the very first amazing race. So it really was the dawn of the modern reality TV age. Um, our show was more like real world. So it wasn't, there wasn't a prize at the end. It was for a year and we weren't completely locked in the house mm-hmm. uh, for a period of time. We could leave um, and experience the world, but we all worked. Uh, we worked at creating an internet television station. So we worked on hosting a bunch of shows uh, on, you know, lifestyle, mm-hmm. clubs, DJs, um, relationships, cooking, um, indie music, like we did all these little shows. And for me, uh, I was in the middle of my fourth year university at Carlton um, when I got uh, chosen for that show. And I had no idea what that would be like. I mean, this was when reality TV was really in its nascency. So it was hard to tell. I feel like now everyone's pretty savvy and they know what to expect from going onto a show like this. They've been around for so long, but then people didn't really have a sense of, of how difficult it could be or how amazing it could be or what, or what their pers- or their reputations would be coming out of that. Um, I, at the time, was a, a part-time news reporter um, at a CTV station in Ottawa, which was incredible, incredible experience uh, doing news. Um, but I knew, as I was getting all that incredible experience, and so thankful for the chance, that was my first big break in TV, mm-hmm. um, that I wanted to be in arts and entertainment, because, again, that's, that was my background and I knew I could bring something to the table having been an artist and been trained. Um, so that's, you know, that was going to be my way of sort of staying in touch with the artistic community, even if I was in journalism. So when it wasn't the living on camera part that drew me, it was the fact that we were going to be working on making all these little shows. And I was like, okay, that's how I can develop an arts and entertainment reel that could, you know, I could use later on. Right. Um, but I learned a lot about myself through that experience, I learned a lot about Toronto through that experience. I mean, I'm from North York, but I was very sheltered. I mean, I was I was in all the extracurriculars, so I wasn't up to no good at all. I was a I was, I was a very good girl. Um, so I learned I learned a lot about um, about the world very very quickly and under a lot of pressure. Um, being under a microscope is something that looks really really easy, uh, and it's really not. So I try to tell people now who watch Big Brother, they're like. You know, oh, it's sort of the same. I'm like, well, imagine watching live feeds, right? Because we had live feeds from our house. Mm-hmm. Imagine watching live feeds and being able to chat with the people in the house. To sure. you know how like Twitter can be the place where self-esteem goes to die. Imagine all those people could could actually speak to the people in the house at the same time, um, which was amazing and also terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was incredible to be part of such an amazing social experiment. And that's the same, the same desire I had for that, that, that came into play for Big Brother. Sure. So speaking of Big Brother, the finale is coming up very soon. It's yes. going to air on, yes. on Thursday. What, do you, what are your words when it comes to this season, season five, with uh, both returning players and new players? What are your thoughts? The only way you can describe it is is with the word fire <laughs> it's been it's been everything we could ever have dreamed of and more mm-hmm. i mean with a fifth season sometimes you know shows get into a lull they could get boring they could get predictable um and i was so excited by this opportunity to have some of our our icons back from sure. seasons past and then throw them in a house with brand new players who'd also watched them who knew their games i knew it was going to be 
interesting. But, you know, of course, there's always the fear, oh, well, you're stacking the deck and these these uh, returning players are going to obliterate the new players because they've just they've got more experience. They're better at the game. Um, and that's absolutely not what happened. Um, we were week by week. We've been surprised. We've been amazed. We've been horrified. Um, incredible, incredible strategy we've seen this year. We've also seen some crazy mistakes, which to me as a viewer, um, I love a perfectly executed move as much as I love a mistake, especially when that mistake is made by someone who knows better, which has happened several times this season. Um, it's been such a pleasure uh, to host this season because you know, it really reminded me that we have a family. And now in terms of, you know, former house guests, we've got, what, almost near 80? Right. A lot of people. Um, and we have built this this family, making this incredible show that's been such a such a pleasure for people to watch as well. So me being somebody who works on the show and being somebody who loves the show and watches the show, mm-hmm. I could not be happier. I'm thrilled. So my last question for you Arissa Cox, host of Big Brother yes. Canada. <laughs> Who would you like to see win out of the remaining house guests? Who would you like to see win? Who would you like to see win Big Brother Canada five? Okay, well, let me tell you this. Um, I am a mom. I have two kids, and I kind of see the house guests as children, which is funny because they're grown ass people. <laughs> um, I have such a fondness for anyone who would dare to put themselves out there in the way that these house guests do. Um, I don't take it lightly. I don't I don't see it as, oh, they just want attention. And so therefore, you can dismiss um, how difficult this is. I don't. I have a lot of empathy for them. So I see them as family. I see them as people who drive me nuts sometimes, but I love deeply. And so it's very, very difficult for me to find, um, you know, to choose a favorite in that way, because when anybody is evicted, and I mean any player is evicted, my heart breaks a little. Mm-hmm. And in the last four times I, I called out who won the, the season, my heart has soared, no matter who it is, because I know what that means. I know what that means to, to crush a dream or to bring a dream to life. Right. So I can't, I can't say who exactly uh, I'm rooting for, because I really am rooting for all of them. We've got one of the best final fours we have ever seen on Big Brother and I mean anywhere. Yeah. Um we've got two two men, two women, two newbies, two vets, um, and may the best player win. Arissa Cox, host of Big Brother Canada. Thank you so much for being who you are, for representing, and thank you so much for your time. Oh gosh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Thanks so much, Mark. Cassandra You have played two seasons now of Big Brother last year, season four, and this year, season five. Mm -hmm. Do you think this season, do you think you played too fast, too soon? You know what, Mark? It's funny because last season I went into the house and my game was to kind of stay under the radar, not let anybody think that I was a threat. And I was just there for fun and nobody knew my game last season and I really... Um, use that to my advantage. Coming into this season, um, it was a totally different story. I mean, there were eight returning players. All of us equally had targets on our backs, what I thought when I entered the house. But um, once I was in there, I learned pretty quick that um, 
my target seems a little bit bigger than the rest of the returning house guests. And I think that's maybe due to me just being on the season prior and I'm still fresh in people's minds. And people have this idea of, oh, I'm this master manipulator. I like to say I'm a good communicator. However, that create, created a target on my back and I had to play um, faster than I would have normally wanted to because of that target on my back. Right. So last year, in season four, you played with Tim Dormer, who was the winner of yes. Big Brother Australia. Yes. So in this season, season five, were you looking to recreate that relationship that you had with Tim? Were you looking for your new Tim, so to speak? Yeah, I was. You know, in Big Brother, you can't win on your own. You need right. a loyal ally to help you get to the end. You need a team to get there. You can't. It's not a one-man show, Big Brother Canada. And um, I was looking for that person like I had in Tim last season. And I found that in Gary. I really loved Gary. Um, I loved him on, a, on his season. We clicked right away in the house. And he was loyal to me. He really campaigned for me this week to stay. But at the end of the day, I didn't have the vote. So he had to vote with the majority just so he didn't have a target on his back. Right. Forward. Yeah. In but, your mind right now, Cassandra, what do you think your biggest mistake was? You know, it's funny. I hate when people say in these interviews, I have no regrets. But going in, you know, I kind of fulfilled all my, you know, dreams of being a player last season. And right. I could never say no to Big Brother Canada. Like, mm-hmm. they would ask me a third time I come back. Mm-hmm. Just because of all the support from the the viewers that I got when I got out, it was the greatest feeling of the world of all the people that related to me and, you know, really supported me on my journey in the house. And, so coming back this season, it was more for just to make good TV, to come back for the people that support me and were fans yeah. of me last season. Um, my biggest, I, I don't know if I necessarily have any regrets right now, just because it's been so quick since I've been evicted from the house. Right. But, um, you know, just trying to minimize that target, mm-hmm. you know, and to make people feel more comfortable around me. But that was really hard for me to do this season. And, you know, it didn't work. Yeah. I wouldn't what I how I wanted it to, but I still, it was um, a great few weeks. You know? well, well, in the immortal words of um, of Ian Terry, winner of Big Brother U.S. Uh, season fourteen, girl, you're BB Gold. Ah! Very entertaining. <laughs> so you. you've played two seasons now: season four last year, season five this year. Out of both seasons, Cassandra, what would you say was your best move? Um, my best move. Good question. Ooh, I like that. Um, what I think my best move was was um getting out Jared on my HOH, going after big players, making big moves, and playing fearlessly. Mm-hmm. That's how I. When I've watched past seasons, those those were the players that I loved, and that's what I admire in house guests that that they don't just float to the end. They don't yeah make m- minimal moves or weak moves so they don't get a target to make the move when you have to and to work with the team and be loyal to your people so last year I was loyal to Tim and Joel and I was never putting them up on the blocks for my HOH and getting out Jared which who was perceived in the house as one of the best players right you know that was an easy decision for me I loved the move when you promised the Pax bros that you would not use the veto <laughs> and you turned around and you used the veto on them that was also another one of my favorite moves. That was the funniest thing ever. I still laugh every time I think of it. Um, their reaction, like nominate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I love that gross and, you know, outside of the house, but that was TV gold. So my last question to you, Cassandra, yeah. would you go back into the house? 
absolutely. If Big Brother Canada ever asked me to come back, I 100% would. It's a, I'm lucky enough where it's been twice in a lifetime. And, Ooh. you know, so many people dream of being on the show. And I, before I got on, dreamed for years and years to get on. So there's no way I could say no to this um, opportunity. I'm so thankful I was asked to come back just once, like the season right after mine. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad how everything's worked out. Well, Cassandra, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Jackie, you first walk into the Big Brother Canada house and you realize, Jackie, that you're going to be playing with newbies and returning players. When you first realized this, what went through your mind, Jackie? I was very, very, very nervous. Uh, beforehand, I tried to do as much research as I could, and I did hear rumors that, you know, it could potentially be an all-star season, but knowing that I was going, I was like, nah, it's not going to happen. But as soon as I saw I go walk in the door at first, I was like, wow, like, wow, we're going to get the opportunity to play either with or against some of the greatest Big Brother Canada players. And honestly, it was it was just awesome to see them walk through that door. So, Jackie, you tended to play your Big Brother Canada game. You tended to play your game alone. Was that by choice, Jackie? No, it was not by choice. Um, I definitely tried to build my relationships, but unfortunately, the people that I built my closest relationships with would leave the house as soon as I felt a bond growing. So, for me, at the end of the day, I ended up um, having to kind of figure out who I thought I could work with best this next week, and it never worked out to my advantage. So let's talk about uh, some of your favorite memories in the Big Brother Canada house. What was one of the toughest memories that you have of the Big Brother Canada house, Jackie? What One of the hardest times that you went through? Um, the hardest times would definitely be alone um, in, in the house, um, just kind of knowing that, I have people back home that have my back and wow, I'm here in this environment where, you know, it doesn't feel like people want to be around me and that people like don't really care about me. And it's an awful feeling to just feel so alone. But at the end of the day, I went into this game thinking that I was going to need people to get me through this game, but I'm looking back and I'm thinking, wow, I was able to do this alone. I was able to do it by myself. I didn't need anyone to get me as far as I did in this game. And I'm I'm very proud of the way I played. Favorite memory from the Big Brother Canada house? My favorite memory would be on day 42 when we got our participation party. Um, just being able to see my family, uh, my sisters, my dog on that screen was an unbelievable feeling. I was very low at that point in the game. And just seeing that I have... Um, people who have my back back at home, it, it brought my confidence back up. My self-esteem just rose through the roof at that point, and the fireworks were just there to top it off. It was it was an amazing evening. So, Jackie, my last question for you. Who would you like to see win Big Brother Canada 5? I would love to see Dre win Big Brother Canada 5. Um Her and I definitely had um, ups and downs through this entire experience, but at the end of the day, she was there for me. She was someone that tried to help me through rough patches and to try to help me further in my own game, even though, you know, it could have potentially wrecked her her game. Um, I feel like she's very strategic, and I really respect her as a woman and as a game player. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. 
Dre, William, mm-hmm. you you both played a season of Big Brother Canada with uh, veterans and newbies. Dre, what was that like for you? Um, it was the thing that I did not want to happen as I got into the house. That's what, like, the first thing that I did not want was to play with returning players, and that happened. It was definitely exciting but stressful at the same time, and I did feel in the beginning at a, a bit of a disadvantage. Um, it was definitely fun but but stressful. And William, same question to you. What was that like playing with both veterans and newbies? Uh, I would say, like, when I saw them, I was like, only the fans seeing my favorite house guests of the four past seasons. So that was kind of, I was really intimidated by them. Like, I was a huge fan of Cassandra. So uh, seeing Cassandra, seeing Kevin that I really like on season three, Gary was such a big character. Like, that was, like, kind of intimidating. And I think that's that was hard to start the game because you're, yeah, you're, I was scared of them. So. <laughs> so, Dre, this question is for yourself. Yes. You decided to vote out Ica pretty much after hearing about a Final Four deal with um, with Kevin, William, Dimitri, and Ica, and you heard that news from William himself. Why was that news so upsetting to you that you'd want to vote out Ica, Dre? Yeah. Why was that so upsetting? I do want to clarify a little bit. The final four was not the thing that kind of like set me off because I think I Ica was on the block. She needed to do what she needed to do to get off the block, which I it's fine. Um, what upset me a little bit more and that, that I want to clarify is the fact that William told me that she came to him and said she wouldn't vote Kevin out. So apart from the final four, she wouldn't vote Kevin or him uh, out or she wouldn't put them on the block, but I would. So I could told William Dre would go after Kevin. And I just felt like um, she basically threw me under the bus in order for her to stay. And I just didn't think that she would do that. And um, that's the part that really alarmed me. And that's why I wanted to get her out. Well, I mean, I was going back and forth, but that's the moment that I was like, she's not, she, she's doing it again. And, and yeah, it was just, yeah. So William, for yourself, yeah. when you realize that Dre wanted to vote Ica out, yeah. what went through your mind? Um, to be honest, I was so scared because I knew that Ica would be really, really pissed. She would know that I tell Dre. And I was scared. I'm, I'm gonna be, I was like, okay, now she's going to be pissed. She will like stop this deal that like we've done like one day before only. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be in huge troubles right now, in huge troubles. So, yeah, and that was really scary. Everyone was scared. Like everyone wanted to vote Ica out, but everyone was very scared. Yeah. And I feel like my decision to vote her out was not, or to keep her, was not out of fear, but generally because I thought I could work with her and I, I could, I decided to, like, try again and trust her, whereas everyone else was just very scared of Aika. So they're definitely, I feel like they're led by by fear, for sure, in the house right now. So, this question, last question for both of you. Who would you like to see win Big Brother Canada 5? Andre, I'll let you go first. Um, I would definitely like a new player to win, in all honesty. So, at this point, I mean... Um, because Dylan flip-flopped and kind of, like, busted my game, I hope that he wins. At least I hope, like, he's not out um, because I'm a bit bitter. So I would say Dylan, but honestly, yeah, a new player. I Yeah, I don't really care for anyone that's left, so (laughs) 
Honestly, I would say like the new the the newbies that are left, I don't really like their games. So honestly, I don't think I would pick from them. I would go like maybe from Kevin. Well, for sure, Kevin. I want him to win. I would normally have my vote. And like to be honest, like, I can't feel she, she she played a good game. Like her and Dimitri both together in the top five, and I feel that it's quite impressive. Like there's a quite some luck in this, but I feel that at the end of the day, she played a really good game. So. Uh, yeah, Kevin, Aika. So. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. Thank, thank you. you. Hi, Mark. Hi, Emily. Um, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you for asking. So, Emily, you walk into the Big Brother Canada house, and you see that you'll be playing. You realize you'll be playing with returning Big Brother Canada players. What went through your mind, Emily? Um, my initial reaction, I was so scared. <laughs> um, there's some really intimidating players that came back. Um, but also, like, I was really hoping that Gary would come back and, you know, to have him walk in last. I, w I got really, really excited, and I really wanted to work with Gary. Um, but it was kind of like, it was kind of a surreal moment. But yeah, mixed emotions for sure. Mm. So Emily, yourself and Dylan, you guys became a duo, so to speak, in the group. Do you think you spent maybe too much time focused on Dylan that you sort of neglected uh, building relationships with the other house guests? Um, hundred percent. I, you know, put all of my eggs in one basket, and uh, I think that was in, like that was kind of my downfall, like. I stuck with Dylan. Obviously, he was like a huge threat in the house, like right off the bat. Um, well, just a target, I guess. Um, but yeah, like me spending so much time with Dylan, like prevented me from making those, you know, relationships with the other house guests. And not that I had bad relationships with the other house guests, they just weren't even as like close to being as strong as with me and Dylan. So I think if I spread out my time a little more and I really tried with more people that I don't think I'd be sitting here talking to you right now. <laughs> so Dylan and yourself were on the block and your house guests voted to evict yourself, Emily. Why do you think they chose to keep such uh, a big force in the house like Dylan as opposed to yourself? Talk to me about that. Why do you think that they did that? Um, Honestly, uh, me blowing up at my so-called alliance, I don't think that helped my case. Um, do I regret it? No. Like, I was, you know, I fired up. I think I had good reason to be mad at them. Um, but, you know, he, he blew up on them, but just not to, like, the same degree. And I think that I'm a little more of a grudgy person than he is. He's just so fun-loving, and he's very <laughs> forgiving. So... You know, like, he could be mad at you and then ask you, like, if you want him to make you food. Like, he, and I'm just more, like, death stares. And <laughs> so I just think they thought they could reel him in. Um, like, their chances with me were kind of slim at getting me back. So I think they saw that and uh, wanted to keep Dylan over me. So my last question for you, Emily. Would you play Big Brother again? 1,000%, yes. I mean... Uh, with what I know now, I would obviously play a little differently, but um, it was the coolest 
most amazing experience of my entire life. Um, and if I had another opportunity to do it, I, yeah, a thousand percent, I would say yes. Emily, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much. So, Netta, you are a returning house guest. You played on uh, both season two and season five of Big Brother Canada. Talk to me about how you changed up your gameplay from season two to now season five. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so I went in with a really specific strategy for season two. I mean, I've been watching Big Brother since I was a kid. I watch UK, I watch US, I'm on freaking forums, like... So I went in with a really specific strategy, lay low the first half of the game, build good connections, and then act as weak as possible, don't win any competitions, and kick it up in the second half of the game. And that's exactly what I did. Um, This time, I knew I was going in with probably one of the largest targets on my back um, out of any of the returning bats. Um, So I knew I couldn't play the same way. uh, And you know what, the first time I went in, I really wanted to like play nice and stuff. And I tried doing that. I came out, I was still called an evil ice queen. So this time I went in, I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to embrace it. And I'm going to make all the big game moves I can. And if I don't really have a shot at winning this game, I might as well cause as much chaos as possible. So Netta, Canada voted you the immunity, the safety uh, to be safe until jury. Looking back now, on your gameplay in season five, do you think you should have laid low a little bit more uh, during your your safety period? Talk to me about that. Yeah, looking back on it now, it's easy for me to say I should have laid low. I shouldn't have done anything. But then I would have been accused by Canada or fans of getting dragged to the end of the game or um maybe I would have left in these big targets like Gary and Cassandra who were going to be coming after me once my immunity was up and were coming after Bruno and Kevin who were two large key members of my alliance and if they had taken them out and my immunity was up and I was with them left maybe they would have taken me out so I feel like there's no really right answer um I just did the best I could and it didn't work out so yourself and Ika you were both on season two yeah And now coming back to season five, why do you think you guys couldn't work together and and stay loyal to each other? Um, There was a few things, really. Ika's a very difficult person to work with. Um, It's very, like, emotionally draining working with her because one morning you'll wake up and she's just not speaking to you and you don't know why. And then by the end of the night, you guys are best friends again. But other than that, there was um, Dimitri kind of got in the way. And once a showman kind of forms, you know that they will always choose each other over you and they're always going to be strategizing without you. And because I knew that, like, with the connection I had with John in the house, how, how that does work. So I knew that I couldn't really fully trust her anymore. And then we kind of, the strategy of the six was to diverge and um, for half of us to take one side, which was Emily, Dylan, and those guys. And then the other half, which was um, Ika and Dimitri to take um, uh, take uh, Dre and William. So because we were trying to keep our own people safe while also staying in the alliance, we kind of were butting heads a lot. She wants to keep Dre and William safe. I want to keep Emily and Dylan safe. And that's where the main conflict really came from. So Netta, my last question for you. Who do you think is in the best position right now to win Big Brother Canada 5? 
Uh, I can't answer that. I feel like everyone's in the best position to win right now. Everyone has something going for them at this point in the game. Um, who deserves it? Again, I think everyone deserves it. Uh, it's, I'm just like waiting for someone to really pull out some killer moves now. There's a lot of game to be left, so I can't choose at this point. There's just so much game left. Nana Kalantar, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Cindy with an S. Yes. You, you are. Is it Mark a, with a C or a K? Mark with a K. Hey, Mark with a K. So you are a returning player. You played originally in season three, yeah. uh, and now season five. Mm-hmm. Cindy, why did you want to come back to play Big Brother Canada? Talk to me about that. I don't think why anyone would say no, to be honest. Um, there's been more people that have gone into space and actually played Big Brother. So to get the opportunity not once, but twice, but three times, um, I'm definitely not going to reject that. Um, I think I was just excited just to go back and live in the Big Brother world and play this game again. So let's talk about the double eviction. You won the HOH and the double eviction, and Netta ended up uh, being evicted on your HOH. Yes. Was Netta your intended target, Cindy? No, she wasn't. Um, the night before, uh, a couple of us got together to talk about who should we should put up. We will think we'll just make it like an easy move of just Dylan and Jackie. We were very confident that whatever the veto was, that I was going to win it. Um, so we didn't, and then we thought like maybe the easy move, if a replacement nominee was needed, was Karen. But while they were having that conversation in my head, I'm always, uh, my mind is always racing at a mile a minute, uh, thinking of, you know, what to do this week, what to do next week, what's the best opportunity. And at that time, we weren't sure if the immunity for, if Joey would start at that double eviction. Um, so when it was announced that the immunity was over for Netta, in my head, I was already thinking, maybe I should win this HOH. Um, as the night progressed, like, I knew that this was an, it was an opportunity. I just wasn't sure that if it was too soon. And I wasn't sure if I was going to get the support within my alliance to do it. So when Ika made her suggestion of Netta and for Kevin and Bruno to not object to the idea of putting up Netta, that's when I knew that, okay, like if no one in my alliance even cares whether or not to keep her, then maybe I should just take this opportunity and go with the plan that I had. And I did. So after your big move in the double eviction, you find yourself being up for eviction the next week. And here you are on your way to jury. Do you think there was anything more that you could have done to get the votes to stay in the House, Cindy? Definitely. Um, I still campaigned up until the very last two minutes uh, that I sat on that couch. Um, But that day, I actually campaigned to Ika and Dimitri. And when we put things on the table and we went through the scenario, they still wanted to keep me. Um, but it was the issue of convincing, you know, the other four people that they were working with and not wanting to blindside them. So if I just did that campaigning of what I did the day of, literally just even the night before, that would have been the difference. And I think that would have gotten me the votes. And that, I think, was my downfall was I originally wanted to go to Ike and Dimitri. That was my original plan. Um, but I really listened to Bruno in a sense that, you know, he really got me distrusting Ika making it think that it was Ica's fault that I'm on the block. Um, so I really went through a different route, and I should have gone with my gut feeling, which I did the entire season was going with my gut and going with how I thought the plan. Like, I literally would think through these plans every night. 
And I think just me being back on the block kind of reminds me of my first season, constantly being back on the block, constantly stressing, constantly campaigning. And I think I just wasn't ready for that point. So, Cindy, you celebrated your birthday in the Big Brother Canada house and your housemates made you a special birthday breakfast. What did that mean to you? That meant a lot to me. Um, And the fact that they surprised me, that was even like a bigger deal. I've never had anyone do a surprise party or do, you know, a, like it's always me planning my own birthday. Maybe it's because I I always ruin my own surprises, but it was really nice that the house guests, you know, did come together uh, to celebrate my birthday. And then on top of that to have, you know, the live studio audience sing me happy birthday when I was about to leave. So that was like, as much as I didn't want to go home, I'm very grateful for uh, the birthday that I did get to have and get to celebrate. Cindy with an S, thank you so much for your time. Mark with a K, thank you. Bruno. Yes, how are you doing? I'm well, how are you? Uh, You know what, I'm doing uh, good for the circumstances. I'm doing as good as I can, for sure. (laughs) So Bruno, you walk into the Big Brother Canada house and you realize that season five will be a season of returning players and and, uh, newbies so to speak. When you first realized this, Bruno, what went through your mind? You know what? It was an interesting reaction because I never would have guessed it would have been eight vets and eight newbies. I had different theories going in my head uh, going in, like if it was internationals and other things like that. But I never would have guessed eight newbies and eight returnees. Um, But I did think, okay, we're going to have our hands full. We're going to have big targets on our back going in because I knew that the vets would be going for vets. Some wouldn't trust each other, and the newbies were going for the vets. So I felt like right off the start, the game was amped up, and it was game time right away. So you were part of the Six Alliance, which included five veterans and Dimitri, who's a a newbie, so to speak. Why was it so hard, uh, Bruno, for the veterans to be loyal to each other? Why was that so difficult? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, The way I saw it was, you know, uh, we had Netta. Uh, work in our side uh, and we had um, Aika working the other side. The problem is, is the two females couldn't get along. They couldn't see eye to eye on things and it really put a crack and a divide into our alliance. Um, you know, I knew once Netta's immunity came up that they wanted to take a shot at her for sure. And I think the feud between Netta and Aika actually bonded Aika and Dre a lot closer. And it was getting to the point where it felt uh, that they were clo- Aika was closer to them than she was to us. And I think that's where the divide started. So, Bruno, in the house, you were talking about knowing when your head got out of the game. Uh, your second consecutive week on slop, like day 20-something. That's right. Do you think, ultimately, Bruno, that that's the reason why you got evicted from the Big Brother Canada house? You know what? I think it played a part in it. Um, it was day 22. I'll never forget it. Um, it's when I did my second consecutive week on slop. You know, here's the thing is I think slop is very underrated in the game. It is a huge factor because when you're not eating, uh, you're emotionally drained, you're physically drained, and you're mentally drained. So I felt like my social game was going pretty good up until that point. Then when you get to that point, 
I just I didn't want to talk to people. Uh, your I want to say your patience level is down a bit, and you just want to be alone. You don't want to. And the thing is, in that house, you have to maintain relationships. That's a key part of the game is maintaining your relationships and a social game. And not having any food in me, you know, you're just drained. You don't want to hear people's stories. The ones that when your your belly's full and you're mentally, uh, you know, you're you're mentally there, you can put up with their stories. But when you're you're not there mentally, uh, you just don't want to hear it. And I think that was a, a big factor in. Uh, where it started going downhill. It's just, I wasn't able to maintain my social game uh, when I wasn't eating. So, Bruno, yourself and Kevin Martin, you guys were close in the house. Would you ultimately have taken Kevin Martin to the final two? 100%. It could have been myself, Kevin, and Karen, and if I had the choice to choose one, I would have taken Kevin to the end. He was my ride or die, that's the way I am. Uh, I'd rather lose beside Kevin than win beside Karen, but I definitely would have taken Kevin to the end 100%. So my last question for you, Bruno, who would you like to see win Big Brother Canada 5? Without a doubt in my mind, Kevin. He's the guy I want to see win. Um, You know, I do respect Ika and Dimitri, and I'd like to see one of them win. I feel like they've played the game a lot too. They've been playing hard this season, and they're deserving. But Kevin is my pick. I really want to see him win. Well, Bruno, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very, very much. It's been a pleasure. Gary, you have been evicted, unfortunately, from the Big Brother Canada house. You're a big personality, and a lot of the house guests potentially saw you as a big target. So why do you think they would want to get rid of a big target when they could keep you as a shield potentially in front of them. Why do you think they would want to get rid of someone like yourself, Gary? I think it's because the opportunity was there. I was on the block. It was this week. And it's like, I think their whole mode of it was, why not just take this opportunity while we have it in front of us now? And there are other huge targets. And it's just like, let's just go for it and take the opportunity. And they took it. And I'm here talking to you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You've been so entertaining on the show. So this is, this is your second time playing on Big Brother Canada. How do you think you changed up your gameplay from season one when you first played to now season five? How did you change up your gameplay, Gary? Um, I think in the first go-around, I was focused solely on the game. I was focusing on trying to express myself and to give a face for children and the kids, you know, who didn't really see themselves on TV. And I had this mission and this goal to accomplish. And the game, I was just being a social butterfly and just having fun and talking to everyone and just really enjoying my time in the house. The second go around, I feel like I knew just being myself came naturally. I was confident in my ability to just present myself in the way that is natural and like let me focus more on the game and try to strategize and build relationships. But I still slipped into like that lone wolf social butterfly category. So it didn't really, I guess, work out in the end. Mm. I can't help it. I like to work alone. It's hard to trust people in that house. Understandable. So, Gary, there was a lot of flirting going on in the house. Uh, Yourself and Kevin, yourself and William, William and Kevin, it was great to watch. Do you think, what are your thoughts on using flirting as a tactic uh, in gameplay in Big Brother? What are your thoughts on that? 
Um, for me, I'm a natural flirt. So I kind of flirt with everyone in the house. It just comes naturally to me. To use it for gameplay is kind of dangerous because I think if you rely on flirting to keep you in the game, you'd be a fool because flirting is flirting. And if you're a target and you're a threat to someone's game, they'd be silly not to, you know, get you out of the house. So I think if you're relying just on flirting to stay in the game, that's not a good idea. And I haven't really seen that working. I've seen <laughs> showmances work, but flirting is a flirt. <laughs> sure. So one of the, I will say this, personally speaking, one of the very entertaining uh, parts, especially on live feeds, was within the last few days, Gary, with yourself, Ika, and Dimitri up in the HOH uh, bathtub, and you and Ika were schooling uh, Dimitri, so to speak, on some slang. Did you enjoy doing that, Gary? Oh my God, that was so funny. We, he, Dimitri graduated from the School of Shade and we kind of schooled him on all of the lingo and the logic and how to turn T and what the terms mean. And I really feel like he really did earn his honorary diploma in the School of Shade and I'm very proud of Dimitri. I think I taught him too much and the bitch turned his T in Shade on me and I'm here talking to you. So I think he was the wrong one to enter into the School of Shade, but it's okay. Now he knows the lingo and he knows how to turn the T. Last question. Would you play again, Gary? Of course I would. I mean, when Big Brother calls, you answer and... I definitely would play it. This is a wonderful experience, and I grow so much each time I go on the show, so why would I stunt my growth? Gary, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much for talking to me, Mark. You're really sweet. Oh, thank you. Thank you.